Welcome to The Scoop, your weekly dose of internal talent news from here and around the globe. So grab your popcorn and open your mind as I hand you over to our anchors from Tarpod, Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Scoop. I'm Craig. And I'm Lauren. Yes, we are your Ron Burgundy and Veronica Corningstone of TA News Down Under. We certainly are. But it's been a bit of a quiet week in news, but let's get out some really cool headlines. And It, it always bloody is when we've got a four-day weekend across uh, Australia and New Zealand. Yes, so Easter true. was a couple of weeks ago, and now we've got the Anzac weekend. So uh, I hope everyone has enjoyed it. And uh, we're back to work today. Yes, we are. So what have you got going on there, Loz? Well, I'm going to start off with some bloody good news. Brent and IT are set to recruit, according to Tech News Australia. While wow. much of the tech sector's shedding employees amid sourcing uh, economic conditions, local systems integrator Brennan today announced it will recruit 400 tech professionals over the next 12 months to meet a massive demand in the changing economy. About 100 new team members are going to be employed over the next three months and the remainder will take place over the next 12 months. So that is bloody good news. News. That's great news. Well done over there. On the Brennan back of Monday's podcast, let's see if they've got to recruit any additional TA people. Go hit yeah. them up out there. That'll so be great. Might be a job or two. Mm. Hey, LinkedIn this week released its 25 best workplaces for career oh. growth in Australia. Interestingly, it seems banks are the flavour of the month with the top three spots all taken by banks, which has taken over a little bit from tech firms this year. So just really quickly, the top 10 are Judo Bank, ComBank, NAB, Amazon, Zendesk, Atlassian, ANZ, ServiceNow, Telstra, and Team Global Express. So if you want your career to grow, perhaps you should look out to these businesses. Although you might have something to say about that, Lauren. I do. I do. I do. (laughs) So mine is um, from HR Daily. The CBA made a headline late last week. Uh, Number two on the list, no doubt. (laughs) No doubt. Employees of the ComBank Australia CBA were underpaid by over $16 million, according to CBA. It has admitted that it knowingly yeah, the word knowingly is there, underpaid its staff mm. through widespread use of individual flexibility agreements. The CBA has been accused by the Fair Work Ombudsman of failing to pay $9.74 million to 5,014 employees, while its subsidiary Commonwealth Securities Limited, Comsec, which we know it, uh, it as failed to pay $6.36 million to 2,422 staff. But it's number two on your best places to work list. Well, the list has sorted it out now. They've knowingly um, fallen on their sword. So let's hope that that's the, the future and everything will be sorted out there. Hey, I've got something from Shortlist. An, okay. empl- an employer has failed to prove that a recruitment agency did not exercise due care and skill in delivering its services. But nonetheless, it's won a partial refund of the placement fee due to the contract being frustrated. So VCAP member Neil Campbell dismissed an application by MK. IH, which trades as the Kings Creek Hotel, compensation and damages over a contract with Hospo World Resourcing. The yeah, hotel was seeking, one. yeah, the hotel was seeking 20, nearly 21K back, alleging its recruitment services were not fit for purpose and it misled about the service it would provide. Um, and uh, so anyway, the th- they paid a 13.5K fee and in determining the remedy, what the um, VCAP member said was that they accepted that Hospo World incurred staff and advertising costs of about six and a half, but asked them to refund the remaining 7K of the placement fee. 
Yeah, I read that in great detail last week myself, actually, and I, I just think there's a there's a bit of to and fro there, and I think there's just a bit of argy bargy and bullshit that sometimes. Oh, people, some of it. Yeah, if you drill down on the details, some of yeah. the stuff that was presented in the case it was complete and utter BS by the client. And I really felt for that agency a bit because they they did do the old replacement, the whole thing. But anyway, we move on. We're about we TA. That's right. So. This one has caught the eye of everyone around the globe. So have you ever been to Pity City, Craig? No, I haven't. Is that somewhere in California? <laughs> oh, I believe it's somewhere in the great United States anyway. So the CEO of office furniture giant Miller Knoll landed her at the centre of a social media storm last week after she told her staff on an um, all-hands meeting, honestly, uh, for being better employees instead of asking whether they'd lose their bonuses. This is a quote directly from Andy Owen, the CEO, in the video meeting. Don't ask about what you're go- what we are going to do if we don't get our bonus. Get the damn twenty six million. And then she went on to have a chat about her old boss had told her it's okay to visit Pity City, but don't just stay there. Uh, which I think is a bit of a big ask, considering Andy herself is on a one point one million dollar salary, and she made three point nine million on top of that salary um, in the fiscal year ending May. 2022 so clearly andy is not feeling the pinch of the uh the older economy at the moment and mortgage stress and everything else that everyone is under so i think the fact that this uh rally cry that andy came is uh highlighting the fact that so many ceos are getting paid crazy amounts of money getting bonuses in times of stress when companies are not making the money and it's just highlighting the massive gulf i think and the mental awareness and the eq on behalf of the ceo here uh like clearly andy's in the cash she's rolling in it but the everyday person's not and they ask these questions to be a bit more sympathetic and why is it always an american ceo or leader who gets ousted on a video call when are they going to freaking learn that it's social media it doesn't matter how private your <laughs> town hall is it's going to get out there yeah, read the room, Andy. Read the room. Hey, from Evil HR Lady, I found this article online. That she's saying, I mean, this is pretty clear. There's often a conflict between job hunters and recruiters with both sides believing the other is untrustworthy. And as a result, there's plenty of horror stories. She goes on to talk about we know something that. Yeah, something at the moment that which seems to be in pandemic levels across the globe are ghost positions advertised by companies when they advertise in a oh, job no. posting that you know, that allows people to apply but have no intention of filling the role. The Wall Street yeah, Journal. Yeah, that's fucking poor form by anyone, whether you be agency or in TA. You don't advertise a job and get anyone's hopes up. That's just fucking poor form. Yeah, the Wall Street Journal reports that in a survey of over a 1,000 hiring managers last summer, 27% reported to having job postings up for more than four months. Now, that is not in itself an indication that it's a fake ad, but um, having a job right up for four months means that there would be some in there. So it's really interesting, and mm. I think that people are being found out, similar to your story about Andy and how social media gets everything out, if you are posting fake job ads just to bolster your database or, or for future warehousing of candidates, it's not on and you'll get caught out. Well, I just think, think of it, put yourself in the place of that person who's applying for that job. That's just getting their hopes up. And, and we're in financial stress around the globe mm. right now. That's just really poor fucking form is all I have to say. Exactly. But anyway, I've got a good news one for you here. Yeah. Again, our cousins across the ditch are coming through. 
So Air New Zealand has boosted its wages to recruit and retain. I mean, a tight labour market in Air New Zealand is the latest company to announce it is increasing its base pay as the company looks to attract 400 people to work in airport teams in Auckland, Wellington and Christchurch. The changes around compensation also follow similar moves from McDonald's in Queenstown, which is now paying $28 an hour for entry-level staff, MetLink, which has increased its average pay for bus drivers from $28 to $30 an hour. I I know New Zealand's under a freaking crunch because I do a lot of recruitment there as well as in Australia uh, with some of my main clients. But I've got to tell you, that's one way of getting it. Throw some money at the problem. Let's just hope that um, flight prices won't go up though, to cover it. <laughs> if they go up anymore, I think I'll be buying a boat to get to New Zealand. <laughs> exactly. Or swim. <laughs> hey, shall we talk events that are coming up? Oh, there's some bloody crackers coming up soon, people. Yeah, I'll go first really quickly. ATC, the Talent Advisory Conference on 16th of May at Sofitel Collins Street. Tickets are on sale on the website and they are selling out. This will be a great event because it's about talent advisory as opposed to talent acquisition and what where we should be leaning towards. Oh, it's actually, uh, it's got some cracker stats and everyone who knows me knows I'm a stats girl and it's actually really eye-opening stuff here. Get along because I know that's going to sell out that event. Sure will. Well, I'm going to run through some meetup news for events, actually. So tomorrow, our great friends over in Adelaide, Jeanette, Alpha and Simon, are hosting the very first Adelaide meetup for talent acquisition and the recruitment industry. So it's tomorrow night at 5.30 kickoff at Mismatch Brewing Co. Jump on to their LinkedIn page for all the deets. Um, Auckland, I was having a chat with Andy last week as well, and Michaela, they are going to have their next Auckland meetup on the 11th of May. Haven't announced where yet, but put that into the diary people over in Auckland. Um, they will be promoting on their Facebook and LinkedIn page and, of course, on the meetup. Did you say now, Facebook? Facebook. <laughs> Clean your ears out, old man. <laughs> and just a quick one from Katie and Tracy at the Brizzy meetup. We have penciled in the 8th of June for the next one up there, everybody, but we need a venue that's going to hold about 50 or so. So anyone out there, reach out to myself, Katie or Tracy, and let us know if you can help out here or have any suggestions would be a good one. And finally, in events, the ITAs. We all love the ITAs, the Internal Talent Awards. Tickets are still available, but they are selling out fast. Oh, God, yeah, with less than 100 tickets left. Less than 100. And noms are open, and we're really looking forward. Some have come in already, and they've been fantastic, but we want more noms. We want to see you guys celebrate your success. So jump on the website, internaltalentawards.com, to get your tickets and noms. Yeah, get in there, Australia and New Zealand. We want to see your nominations for the ITAs. That's it for us this week on the scoop so it's a goodbye from me it's a goodbye from me and stay classy Mataburra <laughs> Mataburra <laughs>